Want a robot to keep your lonely grandma company? Taco Bell is selling its own custom wine, and a transsexual Satanist anarchist is now the nominee for county sheriff. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. Let's do it. It's weird. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Want a robot to keep your lonely grandma company? Mabel Leruzic, age 90, lives alone, but not really. He's my baby, she tells the interviewer, holding a puppy up to the camera. Say hello, Lucky. Lucky barks at the camera. Who's a good robot? Lucky barks again, and the sound is convincing, as if it's coming from an actual, real dog. Lucky's got a tail that wags. Eyes that open and close and a head that turns to face you when you talk. Under his synthetic golden fur, he has sensors that respond to your touch and a heartbeat that you can actually feel as well. Mabel, who lives in a rural area outside Albany, is fully aware that her pet is actually a robot. But ever since she got him in March, he's made her feel less lonely, she says. She enjoys watching TV with him, brushing his fur with a little hairbrush, and tucking him in each night in a bed she's made out of a box and a towel. Mabel is not the only one embracing robots these days. Even before COVID-19 came around, robots like these were being introduced in nursing homes and other settings where lonely people are in need of some companionship, especially in aging societies such as Japan, Denmark, and Italy. Now the pandemic has provided the ultimate use case for them. This spring, more than... 1,000 seniors, including Mabel, received robotic pets through the Association on Aging in New York, an advocacy organization. Another 375 people received them through the Florida Department of Elder Affairs. Retirement communities and senior services departments in Alabama, Pennsylvania, and several other states have begun buying robots for their older adults. Robots designed to play social roles come in many forms. Some seem like little more than advanced mechanical toys, but they have the added capacity to sense their movement, their environment, and respond appropriately. Many of these mimic cute animals. Dogs and cats are especially popular. They issue comforting little barks and meows. Other robots have more humanoid features and talk to you like a person would. LEQ will greet you with a friendly Hi, it's a pleasure to meet you and tell you jokes. Santo will read to you from the Bible and bless you. Pepper will play music and have a full-on dance party with you. Companies have also designed robots to help with the physical tasks of caregiving, of course. You can get Seacom's My Spoon Robot to feed you, Sanyo's electric bathtub robot to wash you, and Riken's Reba Robot to lift you out of bed and into a chair. These robots have been around for years and they work surprisingly well. There's even a decent amount of research suggesting that interacting with social robots can improve people's well-being, although the effects vary depending on the individual person, their cultural context, and the type of robot. Yes, these robots are becoming part of our world, part of our lives. Uh, This seems to me like uh, a sad use for robots. You know, lonely people, you give them a robot. I mean, they they need a hug by a human, man. They need... Real human companionship. I mean, try as you will with the robot. I don't see how it's going to be an appropriate substitute for real human contact. And it's sad because we have so many seniors that are just alone in nursing homes and 
They need they need real human contact. They need that. Uh, I don't know if there are organizations that send people out to go hang out with these people, these the older crowd. Um, it should be like a whole agency that goes to these homes, plays pinochle with them, drinks an old fashioned, and gives them a hug. I mean, that's what that's what should happen. All the money you're pouring into these robots, just pay people. There's a lot of people out of work right now. Okay. I'll tell you right now, I'd work part-time if you paid me to go give old people hugs and drink old fashions. Um, I would totally do that. Jonesy, won't you do that for free? Uh, no, no, not during a pandemic. I won't do that for free. Sorry. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Would you ever buy your grandparent, your lonely grandparent, a robot to keep them company? Yay! Taco Bell is now selling its own custom wine, and that seems appropriate because when I think of Taco Bell, I think of wine. (laughs) I always bring my wine open to Taco Bell, don't you guys? The article says, there's tons of cheese on Taco Bell's menu, so a wine to pair with that cheese is just a natural next step. No, no, it's not a natural next step because I hate to break the news to you. That's not real cheese, guys. Not real cheese. I don't know what it is. They call it cheese, but it's not. I'm guessing the wine's not real either. But let's see. Taco Bell is debuting its own custom wine. It's called Jalapeno Noir. Oh, no. Jalapeno Noir. Please tell me it's not flavored with jalapenos because that's going to be disgusting. Jalapeno Noir, they say, uh, pairs well with its toasty, cheesy chalupa. (laughs) Goodness. Well, you're way out of your comfort zone now, Taco Bell. Please, you need to reel it back in. Reel it in. Do not get so ambitious, Taco Bell, to think that you can pair a chalupa with a wine. Absolutely not. You want to pair it with a 32-ounce Hawaiian punch that's going to give you diabetes at the end of the day? No problem. That seems appropriate. (laughs) You'll be pleased or displeased to know that this tantalizing combination of jalapeno noir and chalupa combination is only available for a limited time in Canada to celebrate the launch of the menu item. Taco Bell Canada said in a release, the duo is irresistible. And they say that the rich taste and crunchy texture of the beloved toasted cheesy chalupa complements notes of wild strawberry, cherry, and beetroot in this silky limited edition red wine. The wine, by the way, is made at an Ontario Canada vineyard. I love how Taco Bell hired a poet to make somehow the chalupa sound amazing with the wine. Compliments the notes of wild strawberry and beetroot in the silky limited wine. (laughs) Try as hard as you want. There's no way I'm going to order wine from a Taco Bell. It's just not, not happening. Although, I don't know. Let's see what it costs. Let's see what it costs before I make that decision. I mean, I'm, I do like cheap wine. The wine, which is being a collector's item because it has three unique bottle labels, costs tw- $25 Canadian or $19 U.S. Goodness. $20 bottle of wine at Taco Bell. Are you out of your mind? Now you've crossed the line, Taco Bell. Okay, it's one thing to offer wine at a Taco Bell. It's another thing to offer a wine that costs four times what the meal costs. That No, no. What, what kind of people do you think eat Taco Bell? Uh, uh, do they not know their customers? I don't think they know the customers. The customers that, that eat at Taco Bell are the customers that buy the three-buck chuck at Trader Joe's. You know what I'm saying? These are your customers, okay? You want to drop the fancy wine. Take it down a notch, okay? It should be served in a box, okay? That seems like more Taco Bell's wine speed. 
Ah, but what do I know? Maybe I'm way off on this. Why don't you guys call the show? 646-450-2012. Would you buy a $20 bottle of wine from Taco Bell to eat with a chalupa? Would you? It seems to me like a margarita would be more appropriate. It's Taco Bell, right? I don't know. (laughs) Transsexual, Satanist, anarchist. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is the nominee for county sheriff. How did this happen? New Hampshire, that's how. Keen, New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire's first trans anarchist satanic candidate for county sheriff says she's not getting much support from the republican party (laughs) what a surprise could it be the satanist part of it or the transsexual part of it aria demezzo is running as a republican with the campaign slogan f the police no you're not running with the slogan f the police are you and then wondering why can't i get any support i mean my slogan's f the police come on Maybe I ought to turn it down a bit and change my slogan to stick it to the man. Demezzo is upset. She says she hasn't had any help or support for the county or state GOP. Demezzo won the Republican nomination for Cheshire County Sheriff after running unopposed in the primary. Yes, of course, I was wondering how. Yes, running unopposed. She's going to square off now with the popular incumbent Democrat Eli Rivera in this corner. Who's running for his fifth term? He is not a Satanist. He loves Jesus. Somebody named Marilyn, the county chair, congratulated Aria DeMezzo on her victory. Uh, Marilyn consistently referred to DeMezzo as a he (laughs) during the interview, despite the candidate clearly identifying as female. Uh, This is my impression of this Marilyn lady. He did very well with the primary, and that was wonderful, real wonderful. That's how like people in New Hampshire talk usually. Uh, this Demezzo comes from the Free Keen group of libertarian activists that produced Nobody. Uh, Nobody is a gubernatorial candidate that changed his name from Rich Paul to Nobody. Demezzo <laughs> uh, also hosts an internet radio show where she is referred to as a she-male. You're, like me, wondering why Demezzo only ran as a Republican. Uh, Marilyn said that she ran, he ran as a she ran as a Republican. It's, it's a she, right? Yes. Uh, ran as a Republican because of problems getting libertarian candidates on the ballot. Um, Marilyn said that DeMezzo never showed up to the GOP meetings, of course, and candidate events, even though she was invited. <laughs> Here's a quote from her. Aria really came into the Republican Party because he was unable to get onto a libertarian ballot. <laughs> Keeps referring to her as he. Uh yeah, I don't even know how many – I mean, Libertarian is such a rare ballot to run on. I don't even know if it's available everywhere. And so sometimes I'd imagine you get stuck with choosing just some middle-of-the-road party. And if you're a Satanist, anarchist, trans person, that's probably not going to sit well <laughs> with the people that normally vote in that party. They're going to be very surprised, very surprised, and then you're not going to get any support. Demezzo said she would, she would be willing to be more supportive of the GOP agenda if the party was actually supportive of her. Um, they're clearly not on my side, DeMezzo said. That's unfortunate. 
there was an effort, apparently, to write Nelson as a candidate after concerns were raised on social media about DeMezzo's gender, religious beliefs, and politics. Uh, but that didn't work out. So now you got a Satanist, anarchist, <laughs> trans person running. This is hilarious. I actually love this, really. Uh, if you're wondering how I feel about this, I, I think it's fabulous that I live in a country where anybody can run for office for just about anything. Well, not any, any office, but on the local level, uh, yeah, some people can squeak through. Anarchists. Satanists, you name it. Although DeMezzo has been welcomed to be a part of the GOP, uh, a lot of people disagree with her positions. Uh, Marilyn says, If you look at the social media account and his political statements, they really do not fall in line with the Republican message. <laughs> First of all, called, her, called, her, called it his. Uh, and secondly, you're surprised that an anarchist, Satanist, <laughs> political statements don't fall in line with the Republican message. Oh, big surprise. What are DeMezzo's politics? Well, she wants to end the prosecution of drug crimes, sex work, illegal immigration, and anything else that she says do not have an actual victim. That's, uh, yeah, that's not bad. Um, she also says, I shouldn't have won this freaking primary. I should have gotten crushed. This is true. This is true. You should not have won that primary, uh, especially sheriff. That position, sheriff, if you were just like a council person, I'd be like, all right, uh, an anarchist Satanist might make it onto a you know city council, maybe even a school board, but not for not for sheriff. This is not going to go through. I hate to let you know, Demezzo. But uh, although it would be funny to have a trans anarchist Satanist as your as your sheriff, <laughs> I let let all the <laughs> let all the drug users go. Hey guys, it's Jonesy, and you've reached the end of this episode. I appreciate you for hanging tough. I want to thank those of you who left me reviews, such as Elise, who left me a nice Amazon review. Five stars. Hilarious. Thank you, Jonesy, for sharing these great stories from your closet. I thought your accent for sawed-off hand lady story was spot on. Just saying. Light and hilarious weird AF news. Best way to start the day. Oh, that's wonderful, Elise. Thank you for leaving that. That's great. I love that little sentence there. Light and hilarious weird AF news. Best way to start your day. That could be like the slogan, the official slogan of weird AF news. Uh, appreciate that, Elise. Uh, this other review, also on Amazon by C.V. Rick. Five stars. Waking up to WTF is an improvement. The first thing I did with Alexa was turn her into an annoying alarm clock that talked back to me. It was better than hitting the snooze ten times, then swearing at my dog for being late. For the first few months, I was in a bad mood in the mornings. However, every briefing was either some stupid crap about the president or content that wasn't updated, so repeated day after day after day. Then I found Jonesy. I found Jonesy and his weird AF news. Now, I have to wake up. Be- I have to wake up because my brain says, hey, did you hear that? Normally, I shake my head in wonder and get up. My faith in humanity already shaky, now in disarray. Much better way to start the day. I might go over to his Patreon and buy him an overpriced Fru-fru California coffee concoction. Wow, that was a mouthful. C.B. Rick. C.B. Rick, unbelievable with the writing. Wow, so funny. So hilarious. Wow, my my fans are funnier than me, man. This is just outstanding, this review. Both of these reviews, by the way. Thank you, Elise and, and Rick, for um, making my day with these reviews on Amazon. I so appreciate it. Yes, an overpriced Fru-fru California coffee concoction. But Rick, I got to tell you, that's not my thing. I don't like the Fru-fru concoctions. Uh, I see people at my work come back from Starbucks with these... Tall, expensive, whipped cream topped, uh, whatever. I don't even know what they are. They're weird colors. I'm just, that's not me at all. I'm just like a simple cold brew guy. Just give me a cold brew, man, or a nice coffee. Good to go. Black, 
no sugar. That's what I, I like. It just, I like, oh, baby, I like it raw. I like my coffee raw. That's right. I don't want to taint it with sugar or anything. Uh, thank you guys again for the review. If you guys want to leave me a review on Amazon or iTunes, it's super helpful. Um, uh, Rick mentioned the, the Patreon, and so I'll mention that as well. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can join the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And uh, for a couple bucks a month, you can uh, support the show, buy Jonesy a cup of coffee, um, as Rick s- has suggested, or a beer if you'd like, um, and feel good about supporting a five-day-a-week a weird news podcast, uh, one of the only ones of its kind, I think. I think. Well, certainly the only one that's recorded recorded in a closet, that's for sure. Uh, so there's that. Uh, lastly, uh, email me if you have any articles for Florida Friday, which is tomorrow. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can send them to me on Instagram at funnyjones as well. I left the number during the segment, so if you, any of these stories touch you and you got an opinion and you'd like to, to leave a message, feel free to call anytime, anytime. Okay, guys, take care, and I'll see you tomorrow for, well, you know, Friday. <laughs>